TGIF. Thank God it's fish. And here we go on a Dallas Cowboys Friday. Rainy Friday here in Frisco, home of the Cowboys. Uh, interesting choice for Coach McCarthy today. You want to practice with a wet ball and in windy conditions? Do you want to fake it or do you want to do it for real? My guess is that if this weather continues as it is here this morning in Frisco, wet and cold and rainy, that the Cowboys will move indoors into Ford Center. By the way, Ford Center located at nine Cowboys Way. Nine. Did you ever figure out why when I brought that up the other day? <laughs> Credit Jones and Jonesy and you'll figure it out. Nine Cowboys Way is the address of Ford Center. Or do you go outside? You want to, uh, why fake the wet ball? I, I got real wet balls. What? He said, what? Uh, DB Cooper, Uncle Fish Premium, hit the like button. Fish works hard. There's no question about that. Uh, I also work smart. That was one of Jimmy Johnson's great credos. Uh, how did he put it? Uh, you can work hard like a donkey, or you can work hard like a thoroughbred. I'm a thoroughbred. Uh, some items today with key numbers, 30, 3, and 3. I remind you, the Uncle Fish store below, the 12 days of Fishmas is alive and kicking. So go in there and play around in the Uncle Fish store. Here we go. You will love it. And I note that you can get this show via podcast if you want to drive down the street and listen to it in your vehicle. And I note that we'll have Fish at 6 live tonight. We'll be uh, hanging out at the Star uh, throughout the day, of course, as well. And then uh, Richie and Bree and Tim Ham, also of the 75-member staff, bringing you stuff. One more thing. Exclusive, exclusive. You may know this by now if you're a CowboysSI.com guy. The reinstatement of Rolando McClain. He's done one interview. Exclusive, exclusive. CowboysSI.com, and away we go. We're naturally impatient to microwave society. What have you done for me? Not just lately, but what have you done for me like in the last 15 minutes? Everything's a two-minute drill in the NFL. Uh, if the coach and the general manager don't get it going fast with the quarterback, they get fired. Coaches already all over the place on the hot seat um, because their young quarterback hasn't become the guy, uh, whether it's Zach Wilson or Mac Jones or Trey Lance or Justin Fields or people that took time to be the guy. Or even though Dak Prescott obviously exploded on the scene as a rookie, or people that have taken time to become Dak Prescott. He, he didn't ascend to the top of his profession at warp speed and stay there. And so fan bases, and this isn't just Cowboy Nation. Again, this is, this is Jets, Patriots, Bears, Panthers. Where, by the way, you can watch Falcons at Panthers at Bank of America Stadium this weekend. And the ticket costs less than a beer. The NFL can't be very pleased with that. 
maybe maybe Bryce Young, I, I bet you someday he turns around, he'll help them turn. But maybe it's going to take time. The NFL is a young man's game, except at quarterback. 30 is a, can be a magic number. Tom Brady won three MVPs. They all came after the age of 30. Roger Staubach, five of his six Pro Bowls after 30. Joe Montana's two MVPs after 30. Steve Young, two MVPs and seven Pro Bowls after 30. Three of Aaron Rodgers' four MVPs after 30. Three of Peyton Manning's MVPs after 30. Matthew Stafford wins his first Super Bowl, 33. Drew Brees in his 30s threw for 54,000 yards and led the league in passing five times in his 30s. Young man's game? Yeah. But this year, not that they've all been successful. Nine quarterbacks, age 34 or older, have started. They range from Russell Wilson, who's experiencing a rebirth, to Cousins, Tannehill, Tyrod Taylor, Flacco, Andy Dalton, old friend of the show, Brian Hoyer, Stafford, Rodgers. There are exceptions to what we might call this 30 QB rule. Aikman, three Super Bowls, six Pro Bowls, all before turning 31. In part because he was in by 1992, an almost perfect situation to be in. And he knows it. Patrick Mahomes, two MVPs by the age of 27. He, freak. But you know, I know you know. Guess who turned 30 last summer at training camp? As he does every summer with a cake smashed in his face. Ron Lee, Fish, you are the best thing to, for SI since the swimsuit edition. You're a damn close second. A.V. Clark, Elway was 38 when he won his first Super Bowl. And again, I covered Elway uh, early in his career. So I went to those two Super Bowls early on when he was just a kid. And Dan Reeves wasn't letting him be unleashed quite yet. But that's correct. Uh, at the end of his career, Elway, more of a bus driver. That's right, Cam Newton. Not Dak Prescott, John Elway at age 38. Maybe Dak Prescott at age 38 will be reduced to a bus driver. Gordon Stewart, I'm age 79, so 30 still sounds young to me. I hear you. <laughs> Norlena, Fish, ringing that bell after every sentence is irritating. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Kenneth E, time and maturity mixed with immersion and understanding of the game. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. Dak, in so many ways here, not that being an MVP candidate in your eighth year at age 30 is automatic. I said the other day, look at his career as a person and as a player, brick by brick by brick. All players tell themselves, I'm built for this. That, that's, that's a thing now. Everybody's built for this. And of course, if you get to the NFL, to some degree, you certainly are. <clears throat> But Dak Prescott, short of a Super Bowl, 
short of an NFC championship game, is uniquely built for this. Brick by brick by brick. And Jerry Jones, let's give him some credit, because they've had those Monday morning meetings over the years where Jerry said, uh, Mr. Will, uh, Mr. Red Bull, uh, it, it, are we sure here? They've had those meetings, but they never pulled the plug. They tailor the roster around him. They hire coaches that are meant to nurture him. And this this is this includes Kellen, obviously, Jason Garrett, uh, includes the presence of Mark Sanchez here. And now very much includes Mike McCarthy being given the authority to do what he wants to do with this offense, Texas Coast offense. And moving away from Kellen, ooh, I didn't watch last night. I couldn't bear to see it, the Chargers. And moving in his guy, Shoddy. Believing that his guy, Shoddy, who, of course, was here as a kind of a quality control guy before this year, that his guy, Shoddy, would mesh with Dak. And I guess it's worked. Dak, quicker reads, get the ball out faster, horizontal passing game. And then credit to Prescott. Painful injuries, brutal criticism. And the ability to deal with the second thing, that's, that is an America's team deal. Not quite like this everywhere else. Not quite. And yet, says all the right things, even by sometimes saying nothing. And as far as we know, pretty much doing all the right things. And so here we are. The magical quarterback intersection where you've done the brick by brick. You've gone through the grinder. You've had to work through tragedy, as unfortunately many of us must, but his tragedy, tragedy, Dak Prescott and his family, um, challenging. He's been honest about it, unlike many of us. And now at 30, no Super Bowl yet, no NFC Championship yet, but at 30, Dak Prescott logically has arrived. Item. I'm going to touch on officiating because it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen in Cowboys at Bills. As best you can, the referees need to be reminded that they have the authority to enforce all rules all equally, all the time. You know when you get into a little gray area trouble is when you let this one slide. And if you let that one slide, but then you call that one, you've created a problem for yourself. Henry Gonzalez, Uncle Fish Premium. Hey, how do I get Uncle Fish Premium circle on the star? Ask the fellas, they'll show you how. Fish, I love that bell. No, Hernandez, Fish, love the channel. E.B. Cooper, I wish my name was Norlina. So do I. I love you, Norlina. Dozed, Fish, Big Mike needs a Coach of the Year award. He's going to 
You'll probably get some like fifth place votes. Coach of the year usually goes to the turnaround guy. I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't think he's going to get coach of the year. And you know what else he's not going to get around here? Unfortunately, apologies from the slappies. He can't coach. He's a jag. He doesn't even understand his own offense. The players don't love all bullshit. Every bit of it from the very start. From the very start. All completely made up. Well, I heard, you heard what? From whom? Well, some guys in Green Bay, some guys everywhere. There's some guys everywhere. You know, there's players that didn't like Jimmy. There's players that didn't like Landry. There's players that didn't like Garrett. And in Green Bay, of course, there's players who didn't agree with, jive with, like Mike McCarthy. Of course. So that's your evidence? Because if that's your evidence, you can't hire anybody. You know how many people don't like Sean Payton? A lot of them. Rubs you the wrong way. A lot of them. So you can't hire Sean Payton? A lot of the same guys who were saying you can't hire Mike McCarthy because he has his detractors. You can't, we're saying you should hire Sean Payton, but he has his detractors. <clears throat> I can't. Bill Belichick is getting run out on a rail in New England after 24 years and six Super Bowl wins. They're throwing his fat butt out the back door. He has his detractors. Oh, they're coming out of the woodwork now. So if if there's people that think Bill Belichick has lost it or never had it, it was all Brady, then why would we overreact to hearing that Mike McCarthy has his detractors? It's so dumb. It's so insulting to the audience. Baseball coaches, third base coach, need to stand in the box. That's what the box is for. NBA players should not be able to step in the lane early on free throws. That's what the line's for. Pass interference should be judged exactly the same all the time, as best they can. Not just at the end of the game. The whole game, as best they can. And... If the officials, this is the officials' only really mistake on Kadarius Tony, is that not speaking specifically about lining up offsides necessarily, but the, the rules are not always consistently enforced all the time by rote as much as they should be and ideally could be. Every time, call it the same. A strike is a strike. A ball is a ball every single time. And the NFL would maybe rid itself of some issues pending Saturday and Sunday when there will be referee disasters. No question about that. Item. So last weekend, you wallop the Eagles. Important, but not definitive. And here's a reminder of why. This takes nothing away from the Cowboys being 10-3 and three or being in first place. They are and they are. To this point, the NFL's toughest schedule that's been played 
Eagles. To this point, the third easiest schedule that's been played, Cowboys. So sometimes 10 and 3 and 10 and 3 aren't quite exactly the same. Having said that, you are racking up points. And it'll be fun to see if you can do it again. You are wrapped, and I think somewhere in here you will win by a blowout. Somewhere in here, most 20-point wins in an NFL season. The Patriots of 20 uh, of 2007, 10 20-point wins. That's the record. The Rams, 1999. Is that the greatest show on turf? Hmm. I think we'll do a video on the Cowboys being the greatest show on turf uh, here in a little bit. Let's do it at noon. Packers in 1996 had eight of them, and the Cowboys now have eight of them. The previous three teams <clears throat> that had the most 20-point wins in an NFL season, Packers, Rams, Patriots, those three teams all made it to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Cam Newton, his highest single-season peak, Obviously higher than Dex. He won an MVP. And he went to the Super Bowl. Dak hasn't done those things. He might do the first one. He might do the second one. But he hasn't done those things. So you can't discount that. The, uh, Panthers that year were 15 and 1. But... But before we talk about not who's better, but what a game manager is or a non-difference maker is. Career record. Dak, 71 and 39. Diddly diddly dink. His what? Dak's career record is 71 and 39. Cams, 75, 68, and 1. Completion percentage. And the, the Cowboys, when they used to play against Cam, we would talk about this. He that, that he was scary to game plan for, but he's an in, terribly erratic thrower. And you see it here. Completion percentage. Dak, 67. Cam, 60. Passing yards per game, 258 to 218. Touchdowns, 194 to 193. Interceptions. Dak, 71 interceptions in his career. Cam, 123. Passer rating 99 to 85. Cam Newton rushed for 5,600 yards and 75 touchdowns. That's a something. But it's not enough to label preposterously Dak Prescott a game manager. And finally, I said 30. We did that. Now to the three and the three. Cowboys road record. Not good this year or last year. The three and the three. Signature wins, I guess. This would be the best road win of the season if the Cowboys could pull this off and all of a sudden have a winning record as a road team. Now, the best road win of the season thus far, I mean, I guess it's 40 to nothing at the Giants, right? The Cowboys have scored 23 points or more in 10 of these 13 games. The three below 23 
we're all on the road. Fix that. And maybe you fix the road record altogether. And maybe you put the bills in a fix. CowboysSI.com is where it's at. Fish out.